The views and opinions expressed on Analyze This are entirely those of the on-air participants and do not reflect those of the station's board, management, staff, or underwriters. And we're back here at Analyze This. Just some programming notes for Channel 12 before we get back into this great conversation uh, that I've started with um, Mr. Krieger. Big shout out to the Rock PBS News Hour at 7 p.m. Then we got two editions of POV at uh, 8 p.m. Right? Follow along as Diego and his brothers care for their grandmother. Right? And uh, and then uh, we got uh, that's an hour and a half. And then we got another one for an hour. Follow along as el- as an elderly moves back to Colombia after decades in the U.S. Okay? And that's for an hour. So we got two and a half hours of POV and then Beyond the Canvas uh, at 10.30 and then I'm important company uh, at 11. Okay, so we got the news hour at 7, two editions of POV, one for our, another one for our one and a half. Beyond the Canvas at 10.30 because the POV starts at 8 and then I'm important company will take us uh, to uh, the top uh, from, from 11 until midnight. Uh, good morning once again, Mr. Krieger. Good morning, everyone. I'm glad to have you. Put on your glasses. So, yes, sir. So, so it's actually, no? That's good. Uh, yeah, I got it. Yeah, I see you better. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I thought. Okay. Now, a um, <clears throat> couple of things uh, that, that I, want to, I want to talk about. Yes. Um, the Historic Preservation's mission is? To preserve the built heritage of the Virgin Islands. Not just buildings? Um, is it limited to buildings no. or is, is culture in totality? I'm glad you asked that. Um, so it's, it's buildings and archaeology. I mean, that's the focus of the historic preservation program. Now, um, for the culture heritage areas, we have other institutions for that. We have the Virgin Islands Cultural Heritage Institute, which is now under the Department of Tourism. We also have the Virgin Islands Council in the Arts, so they deal with the arts, and that's not just the, you know, print media, photography, performance arts. That's all of that. So we have it's like a, I would say like a three-tiered sort of system, mm-hmm. and we are in that one lane. We're dealing with, you know, built heritage, archaeology, but of course we don't ignore those other aspects of our culture and heritage. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. Um, Felipe had a, he he was a uh, Era Sintomian who was um yeah advocate yes yeah Felipe Ayala Felipe Ayala he still live with Ayo or no no he's retired he retired yeah well, he's, he's, he he still provides a, a support and advice and all that stuff oh yeah he's still a public advocate for yeah. historic preservation yeah. you know that's he, the terminology that public advocate yeah I mean he's yeah. in his heart you know yeah. he he lives mm-hmm. it you know mm-hmm. so um he was a member of the St Thomas St John Historic Preservation Committee, mm-hmm. and I know overall that's the Virgin Islands Historic Preservation Commission, mm-hmm. and that entity comes under the Department of Planning and Natural Resources. Okay, okay, good. Now, yeah. um, <clears throat> one of my pet peeves for the last 18 years, I, I, I first got into the legislature 2005, my researcher Richard Nix informs me that there's a program, um, there's a fund that's supposed to serve as a loan program um, for the reconstruction and rehabilitation, 
revolving fund yes, sir. for our uh, historic districts. We actually changed the name. It was Christian Center Fredericksburg. Right. We changed the name to Virgin Islands Historic District because I think 20% of that money was eligible for Savannah. Yes, Charlotte Mali. right? Yeah. So we thought, you know, why name something Christian Center Fredericksburg when Charlotte Mali gained a, a cut? So we, we changed the rightful name, of course, me and the late, great Chucky Hanson had it. Uh, uh, back on full because she thought I would gain away the money from St. Croix to St. Thomas, which wasn't the case because we never changed the percentages. Correct. Why isn't that program effective? Yeah, it's a good, great question. And first of all, let me say thank you for the name change. And mm -hmm. I noticed it in the law and I didn't know how it happened, mm -hmm. but now I know the rest of the story. Yep. Um, it, it, it hasn't been implemented. It's, it's not that there has not been an effort to try to do that, um, but the monies are there. Mm -hmm. You know, um, the Casino Control Commission... There's a, a percentage, two percent, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it needs to be implemented. Now we have plus appropriations by the legislature. It's not just limited to the um, to the, to the monies coming from the casino control commission. If the legislature anytime feels feels like appropriate money to that fund, they could do so. Yeah, and, and yeah. we and we give thanks to the legislature because I think about two years ago the commission started to get an appropriation, two hundred thousand mm -hmm. dollars, hundred thousand for the Saint Croix district, mm -hmm. and a hundred thousand for Saint Thomas Saint John. So there is a plan forward for implementing that revolving loan fund. Um, what the department is proposing to do is partner with the uh, U.S. Virgin Islands Economic Development Authority and through their development bank, um, they would do the administering of the loans for the commission. Mm -hmm. The commission are not loan experts. So why try to do that part when you have experts within government that can provide that? The commission itself would do the review process for uh, preservation projects, whether you wanted to come in and, you know, reconstruct a historic site or if you have a historic building and you need some funding to uh, restore that property, the loan amount is set at 4%, which mm -hmm. is awesome. Yeah, man. Can't beat yeah. that. Title 33, Section 3095, I believe, uh, is, uh, the, uh, is the section of the... Yeah, I don't remember the uh, number. Uh, no, no, I, I cannot memorize that oh, one. Oh, I, I know, I know you would. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Because I keep asking everybody who associated with it, what's the deal? You know what I'm saying? So what you're saying is you got some administrative challenges? Uh, I won't say challenges. It's really it's just really a matter of, a matter of them coordinating the, the steps to start it. You know, uh, our, our commissioner, and shout out to Commissioner Jean-Pierre L. Orio, uh, mm -hmm. DPNR and the DPNR family. Um, he did make an effort to start that process. He actually started the conversations with former Commissioner Carwood with the Department of Finance. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, there was, you know, some change there. And then a lot of other things came and sort of just tossed it to the side. But the effort is there. Um, we've been talking about it. And I know it's going to be happening soon, you know, that process. And the good thing about it is, um, Neville, is that the development bank already is, is administering similar loan programs for other yeah. entities. So this yeah. is not a difficult process to mm -hmm. implement. By the way, I forgot to tell you that um, Steve had passed away, you know. Steve Hutchinson? Yeah, man, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, outside in the... Yeah, that. last year, yeah. Oh, yeah. wow, last year? Yeah, yeah, in 2022. Oh, my God. Uh, and and um, his brother had mentioned it on Facebook, Eric, who was uh, my um, my classmate. And he had an older brother named Tom. He had passed away as well, so... I, I didn't know the... Yeah, 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 Steve. Uh, Steve was good, man. He was good, yeah. good people. Um, he had actually did some projects for... Some significant projects. Uh, I was looking at something here. Steve Hutchins Architectures, uh, yeah, yeah, thirty-three million dollar project and all that stuff. So, um, you know, 
fellow Prat, okay, Pratater, uh, Pratater. Yeah, Pratater. Yeah, Pratater. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. their team is the Canonese. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So Steve, uh, Steve was good people, man. Wow. So, yeah, my condolences to his family. Yeah, to his family and all that stuff, and Eric, uh, and, and all that. So, um, what's the what, what's what's the priority now for the historic uh, preservation right now? Why you focusing on? Because well, the land and water use plan. Um, um, meetings worked its way through the territory. Um, I'm sure the historic preservation, um, keeping an eye on that, if not playing an integral role. Absolutely. Uh, in, in in that, um, I want to be very candid here because um, we we attempted to do this in 2004. Um, had meetings back then. Uh, here we are, almost two decades later. Uh, what's the likelihood that we, we, we will incorporate um, uh, a comprehensive land and water use plan in the Virgin Islands? Well, I, I trust and pray that it will happen. Um, as we talked before, with just the, the, the effects that zoning has on our community, I think it, we, we as Virgin Islands need to understand that, you know, if we don't plan, we're going we're gonna to plan to fail. If we, if we fail to plan, we're going to, what is it? How's that saying go? If you, if fail, you fail to, to plan, plan, you plan to fail. Plan to fail. Yeah. Um, these islands are too precious. These peoples, the people that are burned on, are too precious to leave our future to uh, sort of like, you know, knock about, you know, you try a thing here, do this there. So organization is the best process um, so that we can maximize our resources, you know. And I think, I think, I think as we go along, people are beginning mm -hmm. to see the benefits of proper planning and that's where education comes in so you know the commissioner is leading that charge to the department to make sure that the community is engaged i think the process that they have put forward the, you know, the consultant they're using there's you can go online and put your input you know give your feedback um ultimately it's the legislature right? I, I was going to say that but ultimately it comes down to our legislators mm -hmm. um, yeah well i'm confident they'll adopt it for one reason, all of them when they come on, and we know the candidates speak comprehensive ladder water use plan is a big talking point. So they, they kind of pigeon pigeonhole themselves into supporting it. Now, provided we do all the right work, it, it just can't be well because I, I I advocated for it or campaigned in support of it that I'm a vote for it. The document has to be sound, correct, and, and comprehensive. That's the most important thing. One of the biggest issues, though, uh, are people who move here. Um, because they saw it as it was, and then you're trying to change their utopia after they've committed. Um, that's just a, pers uh, a personal, I don't want to say selfish, but you know, people look at things individually. Um, what are we telling them that they, they probably don't know? Because you know, they, 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 may be, they may be of means, they have the ability to buy a nice three four $400,000 home, blah, 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 and now we're telling them um, what we're doing is in the best interest of sound development. So how do we convey to them um, that your utopia is not going to be undermined? Right. It's a good question. Um, like, but like you said, it's, it's about the greater good for the benefit of the, the, the community. Um, you know, it's... I don't so know. You don't want a, a rumba right underneath somebody's porch. Exactly. I mean, I'm sorry to say it, you know what I mean? Don't get me wrong. Everybody likes to pull up by a bar and have a drink and all that stuff. But, you know, the way our zoning laws are, we got, we got some, zone, some zones where allow for a lot of different uses. 
yeah. uh, um, director. Yeah, no, absolutely. And you know, it's it's about quality of life for our, our residents, that's and that's point. and that's what we should be promoting is that this is to improve, maintain, and improve the quality of life, um, for us. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, and in, just for example, just a case in point in the South Amali Historic District. You know, we've had cases where residential areas have been begging and pleading for help because there are clubs and bars, you mm-hmm. know, and causing major disturbances, you know. Like, you leave, you leave Fort Milner, First Bank and Bank of Popular right across the street from each other. Right. Right? Yes. That's the start of Tutu, right? For the most part? Yeah, yeah. I mean, four winds. For, yeah, four winds. Four winds yeah, right? that whole area. You go over the hill, now you're heading towards Bovoni. Right. You, 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 and, and you get on Brookman Road, mm-hmm. bar after bar after bar. I mean, that's a residential neighborhood, man. Come on, yeah, man. Oh, yeah. God, something fundamentally wrong with that, yeah. Mr. Director. Yeah, no, no you, doubt. You no know, doubt. I mean, that's just my take. I ain't saying I'm right. I'm just saying, you know, if you live out in the countryside, the last thing you would expect is a stretch a bar from <laughs> when you get on in the flat from Brookman <laughs> Road to take you to where the cockpit used to be. I mean, oh, gosh, man. Right. Same thing, Smith B. Come over the top of the hill, right? You're headed down now into Smith Bay. You got a, the, the, the racetrack gas station. You got a gas station right there. And then before yeah. you get to the to the main intersection in Smith Bay, that take you to Cokie Point. Right. You got another series of bars again then. I mean, come on, man. Oh, gosh, man. Every place somebody open now, they want a bar. Yeah. And you, you, then you say, we need a moratorium. See, are you against business? But, I mean, we... we Shouldn't we be a little more sensitive to the look, to the aesthetics? Absolutely. Yes, yes, that's very important. You know, I, I had a colleague when I was um, early on in DPNR. His name is um, Mike Spelling, and he was working on a document through the, the planning office mm-hmm. that was going to focus on that. Because, you know, what's one of the things that we have to remember? Um, not only for us, the benefit of us as residents of the Virgin Islands, but we are a, a tourism economy. Yeah, man. And we have to be conscious and the experience that our visitors have. Mm-hmm. Our, most of our roads are main scenic corridors. Mm-hmm. Correct. You know? Correct. And from an aesthetic standpoint, and again... Okay, this, we're getting cool. Key point, right? Yeah. We, we walk our way through four winds. We drive into the residential part there by uh, Tutu and all that stuff. We go over and uh, we're heading down towards Smith Baker. We get yeah, coming on Cassie Hill. We get, yeah? Coming on Cassie Hill. Cassie Hill, you know what I mean? And we, you know, we, 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 we get excited because yeah. Cokie Point and the beach, the water waiting for me. Oh, yeah. And then when I look, I see bar, 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 bar on the right hand side. I mean, it's, it's like a sardine effect, man. Can't yeah. have that, man. Yeah. Thing on top of thing. That's yep. not, yep. you know, that to me, something fundamentally wrong with that. But that's just me. People yeah. got to make the money, right? And and, and I understand uh, all of that. However, country is country, um, Mr. Krieger, and countryside is a residential neighborhood. I mean, don't get me wrong. Sometimes we put that, we go put some turnkey homes and all that stuff there because we want people to have a the place to live and all that stuff. But, Correct. I mean, something. Some I, I don't know about that one, number son. Seriously, that one they're rough. Brookman yeah. Road on one side and. Me uh, know what I stretch there. What I stretch there when you leave Cassie Hill? Ain't got, ain't got no name to take it against Smith Bay. Uh, Smith Bay Road, Smith I think, is Road, yeah, one yeah, of the yeah, basic yeah, names. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. so um, hopefully, hopefully we uh, uh, when we look at our plan, um, we go. 
well, maybe they ship done sale already in that regard, but so, you know what I mean? Because I don't know, things, things are grandfathered on, right? Yeah, things are grandfathered. But I, 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 listen, there's a lot of experts working on this. You know, mm-hmm. I won't pretend to try to be one of those in that area, but I know with, with community partnership, mm-hmm. and I think that's why the planning process through this whole, you know, comprehensive land and water use process mm-hmm. has been so important, community engagement. Mm-hmm. Because we don't want it to be like a top-down thing where you're correct. beating people over correct, the correct. You, want, you want environment at yeah, all levels. Abs- absolutely. Uh, absolutely. Dwayne, Dwayne Henry, uh, who um, deputizes me when I'm out of territory. Oh, yeah, Tony Henry. He, he, yeah. Said, he said, good morning, number one and number two, you still look like an intern. <laughs> <laughs> He's very kind. <laughs> uh, so, Tony Henry. So, yeah, so, so, so we're good. Yeah. You work with Keith Richards? Yeah. Yeah, um, well, once again, back to the... The Roy Adams days. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. when I joined... Yeah, the, he, like, when we talk here, and I always talk, he always praises the, the Roy Adams window because oh, he, yeah. he was a part of that. Yeah, you know, I... I and that I window, actually, actually, that was also a, a comprehensive land and what he's planned window as well, early 90s. Yeah, so yeah. you had um, Keith. Keith Richards was mm-hmm. in there. You had Dale Barry, mm-hmm. another great planner. Yeah, they text, text me. Okay, text the there time. you go. And yeah. there were others too that I don't remember, mm-hmm. but um, yeah. Mentorship is 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 how important is mentorship? Um, looking back at it as an intern coming in working under these mainstays. Oh, it was it, it was very important. Um, I had lots of inspiration. So Myron Jackson, you know, former senator, um, Claudia C. Lewis herself as a director, mm-hmm. uh, Chanille Coward Daniels. Mm-hmm. At the time when I joined as an intern, she was the architectural historian. Oh wow! Yeah, and then mm-hmm. you know, and then she went on to start her own private practice. So mm-hmm. I actually took over Chanille's position a couple of years later mm-hmm. when I graduated from um, from school. Mm-hmm. We also had Sherry Sherry Wallace was in okay. that office yeah. there. She was working with the Historic Preservation Committee program. Mm-hmm. And then we had Holly Ryder. Mm-hmm. Um, she was a, a state archaeologist. Um, but mentorship is very important, Neville. Um, that is how you inspire the younger generations. Yeah, man. Yeah, no, um, I think we tend to take it for granted, too. Yeah. You know, but you know something? Um, speaking about men- mentorship, mm-hmm. the Department of Labor started a program called LIFT. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. I was a member of the LIFT. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Carol Bach. Uh, she was the uh, assistant commissioner, um, probably uh, labor, uh, the, the lift program. Uh, I believe that was one of her uh, creations as well. We got Mr. Sean Krieger, uh, director and uh, deputy state historic uh, preservation officer for the Virgin Islands State Historic Preservation Office and in the studio. We'll take a break. Be back right after this. at Bank of St. Croix. Bank of St. Croix offers CDs for education, homes, or vacations. Bank of St. Croix has two locations, one in Gallus Bay at 340-773-8500 and one in Peter's Rest at 340-713-8500. A penalty might be imposed for early withdrawal, new money only. Funds may not be transferred from existing Bank of St. Croix accounts to CDs. Rates subject to change at any time. Fees may reduce earnings and principal. www.bankofstcroix.com. Member FDIC. 
he said that black smoke was constantly coming out of the burn pits 24-7. And my reaction to it was like, wow, that doesn't sound very safe. Wonder what that's about. And in my mind, I couldn't imagine at the time that type of system operating could potentially harm our service members. Journalism that seeks and reveals. That's On Point with me, Meghna Chakrabarty. Weekdays at 1 p.m. on WTJX FM 93.1, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands. WTJX's Taste of Two Islands is back. Join us at Antilles Mark C. Marin Center on December 14th for the long-awaited return of the taste, a culinary feast for the season. Hosted by me, George Culturman Silcat. Early bird tickets go on sale beginning Monday, October 16th through Tuesday, November 14th. Tickets will be available at Chelsea's Drugstore in Red Hook, Barefoot Buddha across from Haven Sight Mall, and Bonita's Cantina in Niski Shopping Center. Tickets can also be purchased online at wtjx.org forward slash taste or call 340-774-6255 or 340-690-7293. Don't miss this opportunity to experience the magic of local cuisine as you dance to the rhythms of Spectrum Band. Sponsors for this event are VI Lottery, Antilles School, West Indies Company, Cardo Wine and Spirits, First Bank, Bellows International, the VI Office of Highway Safety, and the VI Housing Finance Authority. It's the return of the taste, Thursday, December 14th at 6 p.m. A taste you can never forget. And we're back here. I analyze this uh, typically Arts Thursday. So we're talking about the the, the art, the, the culture of the Virgin Islands. Uh, and we got uh, Mr. Sean Krigger uh, and his fan club texting me <laughs> and all that stuff uh, here in the studio. Good morning once again, sir. Good morning, Neville. Glad to be here. Um, <clears throat> I have learned a lot in my three and a half years sitting in this chair uh, about our culture and all that stuff. Um. What can we do as it relates to to town development um, while still holding on to what makes the towns unique? That uh, you know, I do I do mercenary work. I like to, as a consultant, I like to say that I do some mercenary work for the RT Park, and uh, one of the mandates for the Research and Technology Park, pursuant to the statute. Um, is economic development. Yes. Is um, looking at our towns and looking at areas that we could actually, on St. Croix, we're doing the, the tech village. Uh, and in St. Thomas, they're looking at wanting to do um, an innovation district. Some There are some buildings in St. Downtown, St. Thomas, that um, they are looking at. Um, Hamburg. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's another one. Hamburg is the one in the corner, but it's that plate, right? Correct. There's yeah, another by, one. By Benders Plaza. Benders Plaza. There's another one. Um, you're heading up towards 75 Kana. There's a, there's a government building on the left hand side. You got the Department of Finances right there at yeah, 75 yeah, Kana. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. You, act, you, you leave the waterfront. They got a building on the on the left hand side that they're looking. Frederick? Is it Frederick? No, no, no. I won't get a name. Okay. Then come to me. Um, the G. Antonio Jarvis. School. Ooh, they're looking yeah. at a museum type right. thing there. Yeah, Senator Jackson. Senator Jackson. That's that's his baby. Mm-hmm. Um, the Boy Scout building. That's okay. the one there by Roosevelt Park. Yeah. No, the Boy Scout building is on the waterfront. Uh, on the waterfront. Co- correct, correct. But there's a there's a building, the, the police building. 
the police oh, department. Oh, all zone, eh? The zone, eh, yeah, yeah. yeah looking to uh, want to be furbished as well. Okay. So Senator Pada, Senator Jackson, uh, no, not Senator Jackson, Senator Pada, Senator Bladen, um, they are working with the RT Park and trying to make that happen. The governor himself has talked about that in the state of the territory. Um, too many derelict buildings, um, Director, that we need to at least have a conversation about some serious refurbishing. Oh, absolutely. I mean, there's, de there's definitely a need. Mm -hmm. And um, the commission, the Historic Preservation Commission, the State Historic Preservation Office, we are all for that happening. And uh, it go back to the discussion we had earlier about the revolving loan fund. Mm -hmm. That's one of the key tools there, you know, is to provide the funding. Mm -hmm. So the governor and his, um, you know, his um, program he's putting forward for derelict and abandoned building, they are working... Um, with advocates who are going to work with developers, come in, you know, provide the funding. The other thing, too, that we have to make sure that happens, because not all um, property owners don't have an interest in storing their building. They just don't have the financial means. Mm -hmm. So that's where that local funding through the Revolving Loan Fund will help to, you know, provide that support. Um, that's the key, is providing the funding. Um, the will is there. The interest is there. Um, but there's a challenge. And then, of course, you have those... Well, we got the money now, Director. We, 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 this is a generational window. I, I spoke about this earlier in the, in the first first hour. Right. Um, we don't know if we're going to have this window again. Correct. There's a lot of money made available. Um, we went through the inconvenience of... In, in the aftermath of the storms, that we should benefit from... The reinvestment. Yes. So if we don't do it now... When? when we, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? No, I agree. I agree with you. And, and that's what we also did um, through DPNR with our historic recovery program. You know, we could have easily have selected a couple of government buildings and said, well, okay, this is where we're putting our money. Um, with the support of the governor's office, we choose to make that available for the people. And specifically, the historic towns. Mm -hmm. instead, Frederick yeah, said, Charlotte Amali. You know, it's been a long process because it takes steps. We're working with the National Park Service. But the idea at the end of the day, like you said, was to bring that money to the people that's most in need. You know, Saban, Frigot, Fredericksted, mm -hmm. Christiansted. You know, these are places that had impacts. And unfortunately, individuals that don't have that money to fix back their building, they didn't have insurance. So we're working, you know, towards that. Um, part, part, part of the goal with the, with, the, with the Innovation District Project is... Um, to make it multi-tiered. Yes. Right? They use the term multi-use and all that stuff, right? Businesses, downstairs, and the potential for apartments on top of that, which would bring attention um, to, to to that area and would clean it up, number one. And then if people live in there, then they're going to want to care for it a little bit more. Absolutely. absolutely. And, mm -hmm. and this is the historic model. I mean, when you look at Christianstead, Charles Amali, Frederickstead. Franklin Building. Oh, the Franklin Bill. Yeah, yeah, Market Square. Yeah, yeah, Rachel yeah, yeah, Francis, yeah, Market correct, Square. Correct, correct. Yeah, people, people come in. You see? That, yeah. That, my, my, my audience, <laughs> the audience. Listen. It's actually Louis Sylvester. You know what I mean? he, okay. Yeah, he's, a, he's a gem. You know what I mean? When I forget things, he comes in. So thank you, Mr. Sylvester. Yeah, the Franklin Building, Hamburg Building, J. Antonio Jarvis, Boy Scout <laughs> Building, and the, po and the police. Those, those are target areas. And yeah. they've used models. Out of, you just mentioned it, right? Those are the models that you use. That, that, that's what you incorporate. Because uh, if you people ain't going to tongue, if people ain't want, if people can't live in tongue, correct, correct. That's and an economic development tenant anyway. Yeah, and yeah. And, and, and you know one of our, our commission members, Enrique Rodriguez, he always pushes to parking. If you don't have 
you know, Superstition Park. And so with the Zoning Command Project right up there by Fort Christian, one mm-hmm. of the planned models that we've been working with, we have a design already, is to incorporate a parking garage around Zone A. Um, that and it actually was part by so, the so visualize this yeah, for for for, 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 cru- for when a crucial land in St. Thomas at the seaplane, what are we talking about? What area? Okay, Fort Christian, east of Fort Christian, e- east of Fort Christian, east of Fort Christian, where the existing surface parking lot is, that becomes a public park, a green space, mm-hmm. a festival ground. And then north of that. So in a second, when we pop the stage for carnival and all that no, stuff. No, sir. And a matter of fact, the legislature, when they passed, um, they passed a, a law to ensure that that would be protected. Mm-hmm. So the design, and I'm trying to find an image here so I could show you. Um, the design would be preserves the festival ground. The parking garage is to the north of that along Norregada around the old zone A, mm-hmm. up to um, Zora building, and to the west by the professional building. Uh, three stories. I, I want to know that um, when you mention Zora's, you have a little reference in, inside of the studio for Zora. When yes, you, sir. You know, yeah. Zora yeah. Makeka. Neville James was the first man to bring layman shoes to St. Croix <laughs> back in 1981. And, and I <coughs> I used to go back to Zora all the time. Yeah. I mean, right on the corner there by... Um, Nova Garda and, and Hospital Garda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Roosevelt Park, Ghana. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, yes, yes, yes. So which one is Nora? Which one is on? Which one will take you to Josh Dudley? Ah, uh, that's Nora Garda. That's Nora Garda. Yeah, and yeah. the other one? Hospital Garda. Hospital Garda, the one take you from the, from the, from the, from the waterfront. Up, to, up, to Jarvis up, School. Up, up, into, up into around the field. Yeah, okay, exactly. Okay, good, it actually, good, yeah, pretty good, much good, ends good. right uh, there. Well, you know something, speaking of which, get yes. the conversation getting good now. <laughs> if St. Croix is Danish, West Indies, how come I hold on to gather in St. In St. Thomas and, and we got streets on St. Croix? How do I walk? Eh? St. Croix is Danish, West Indies. Right. Right? Yes. But we ain't got no God on St. Croix. But you got it, actually. <laughs> but you don't use the English version. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> what is it about St. Thomas? Why are you holding to God like that? I mean, I love it or not. Yes, you know, yes, yes. I'm, I'm, I'm a geography buff. I like these type of things. You know what I'm saying? Yes, of course. Uh, and, and, and we got streets over here. I, I got some streets and God we ain't got no, we ain't got no gardas. We got our streets. What going on with that? Well, we got gardas. We got stratas. <laughs> <laughs> we got a couple of lanes. <laughs> correct, correct, correct. I don't. I, I guess it's just you know. I guess they wanted to hold on to that Danish heritage with the, yeah, the man, name pronunciation. That's a good thing. thing. A good oh thing. yeah, oh yeah. yeah. It's yeah. all part of the heritage. That mixed symbol. So Nora Hospital. Kangens, Kangens, King, Cra- which is King, Crown Prince, then Crown Prince, uh, 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 yeah, kind of Jonagans, which is yeah, Queen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know the real name on Main Street is Jonagans Garden. Okay, okay. And here's okay. something, here's a little, a little history. Yeah, that's me. That's so, um, in Charlotte, Mali, right? We have three quarters, and it's very important that you use the name of the quarter with your street names mm-hmm. because Charlotte, Mali, have duplicate names. Or streets, like for example, there are two Nora Gardas. Oh, really? Yeah, in Charlotte, Mali. You got two Jonagan Gardas in Charlotte, Mali. Wow. So you got to make sure you say, mm-hmm. I'm at Nora Garda, yeah. Kangan's Quarter, yeah. or King's Quarter. Yeah, yeah. No, no, yeah. And you, you bring up a good point because we got nine quarters on Synchro. Yeah. Right? And we got multiple estates with the same name. 
So, so yeah, yeah, we got a couple of Montpellier's, couple of, uh, like four or five Mount Pleasants, right? All uh, that So people are like, "Why that happen?" And I say because a Mount Pleasant in this particular quarter, exactly. North quarter. So, is it, so it's the same premise that you're talking about there. Eh? Correct. Oh, okay, Correct. okay, I didn't know that. Yeah. Know. So, so I got multiple Noras and and Kangans, is it? No, no, no. Uh, multiple Noras, no, multiple Dronigans. Dronigans, Yeah, and yeah. even I think there's a a, a, a multiple Berger Berger Garden. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Wow. That, that, that's awesome. Oh, yeah. um, <clears throat> speaking of which, uh, Main Street, yeah. that takes us all the way to Kantan? Yeah, or the cemetery. The cemetery. Um, yeah, right? Western Cemetery. Right down there by, what used to be Bamboo right? Yes. So it go all the way down there. <laughs> that might have been before your time. Eh? I've heard the name. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a club, there's a nightclub, Bamboo Shea, down there where um, Snacks. Ola Mola F. Ola Ola F. Mola, Mola correct, School. Yeah. Correct. He's like a big nightclub. When Carnival time come, yeah. Babushi. Uh, I don't know if you know, uh, we name a Jamba or some Lambushi. Oh, hi, Oli. Or some similar. Yeah, yeah. That was done. That was done. And then it works all the way up to, um, that's, it turns into Nora. Right? Yeah, so. Main, Main Street turns into Nora, heading towards. Before you take the left to go to the ballpark for the, on the carnival route, uh, n- n- well, a little further down. So, mm-hmm. so about, about getting to the quarters. Yeah. So, um, the historic limits of the town, and at that time, you would say Western Cemetery would have been. That's where Crown Princess Garda mm-hmm. would have roughly end, right? So, going back east, Crown Princess Garda runs all the way up to the Inebar Library, which is. Um, Gutted Garda, that's the demarcation line between Crown Princeton's quarter and Dronigan's quarter. Okay. Main Main Street turns into Dronigan's Garda, mm-hmm. what we call Main Street. Yeah. And then, so Dronigan's quarter is one of the smaller quarters in Charlotte Mali. So from Bar Library to Cardell, that's Dronigan's quarter, Dronigan's Garda, and then Dronigan's Garda turns into Nora Garda. From there, all the way up to what we call the head of the page. She's yeah, going yeah. up by, by Attorney Dudley's Attorney Dudley. office. Wow. Yeah. Wow, that's awesome. So, three, so Charlotte Mali is three quarters. Three quarters. Okay. Kangan, Dronigan, yeah. Crown Prince. Dong Street. Dong Street. Yeah, Dong Street would basically be from roughly that transition from by the Catholic Church. Yeah. Walking your way down, yeah. all the way down to past the Past the cemetery. Yeah, past the cemetery. Okay. And up street is... Upstreet is by their Te- technically de- technically yeah. their definition from Cardow mm-hmm. area yeah. that Commandant Garda coming down there yeah. what you call Bunker Hill what what I want them Commandant Garda Commandant okay Commandant okay, the commander <laughs> I love yeah the commandant yeah, yeah. commandant yeah, yeah, commandant yeah, Garda yeah all of that area going east back is your upstreet definition wow wow that's 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 awesome a lot of history a lot of history. A um, lot of work to be done. Mm-hmm. There's no doubt about that. Um, you know, the government has a couple of incentive programs that, you know, are out there for people who want to do historic preservation. On the federal level, you've mm-hmm. got the federal historic tax credit. That's 20% for your investment, A&E, plus your construction. And then locally, through um, EDA, you had the Enterprise Zone. They're also offering another um, tax incentive there. That's Ms. Kim. That's Miss Ken. Machina Ken. Yeah, Machina Ken, Director yeah. Ken. Mm-hmm. Um, so those are incentives, but it, it goes back to what we were saying before, Neville. You got to have the money in order to capitalize on those 
those programs. But for those investors, oh, that come on, you know, man. In the past, our problem is we had a lot of ideas, but they had no money. True. Now we got the money, True. director. I mean, True. come on now. I mean, the, the the frustration from lay people is legitimate. Yeah. Given how, for decades, we wanted to do things and didn't have the resources. Now we've got the resources. What's the problem? I don't think there is a problem. I think it's just a matter of implementation. Execution? Yeah, execution. Because we're ready. We're ready with projects. We got we got shovel-ready projects. We got I know that the lady coming here to tell me one day. She's, uh, she said, she said, all right, there. She said, I'm never like a 10 right now. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because, you know, she's a little bit out there. You know what I'm saying? But she said, I got 10. And, and I'm hearing the, 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 um, because remember CDBG? CDBG is big with this, right? That's um, HUD. Yeah, HUD. Right? Yeah. Um, and uh, Secretary Fudge. And she made a statement that we got money and we need to spend. Absolutely. Right? Now, we don't want to spend willy-nilly and get ourselves in trouble. No. Right? You want to make sure you stick within the confines and the parameters of expenditures of federal funds. Yes, sir. Right? But at the same time, the frustration, well, you know, we got the money. You know, we're in recovery mode. And they, they did an excellent job in uh, itemizing, you know, how we're going to spend money. Some electrical, CDBG. Um, they got another terminology there, um, mitigation, yeah, all mitigation. that stuff. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, so you know, we need to get on, get on uh, acceleration mode, uh, director. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you know, with, with our historic recovery program, it, it's been a process, and we're still working through that. Thankfully, the department has been able to make some of the awards as relates to um, reimbursement, mm -hmm. and we are working. Well, but then we get bad news the other day, but it's some ten percent match. We got we, um, something we, we requested, and FEMA has decided uh, that, uh, that they're not going to waive it or something like that. We don't have that kind of cash, man. Yeah, we don't. You know what I mean? You give us $8 billion, that's seven, eight times the size of our budget. Mm -hmm. You can't expect us to have 10% uh, of, let's say, let's say $4 billion. Yeah, what are we going to get $400 million from? I don't know. We don't have it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Let's, I mean, let's be real. I mean, you can't expect us to, we wanted to go borrow money. To, to, to meet a 10% match, so somebody's making money off of the government while we're trying to spend money. Right. You know, that's that, that that's the that's the problem, that's a dilemma yeah. that, 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 that we're dealing with. You know, we're talking with um, uh, Mr. Sean Krigger, um, a Pratateer, they call itself, <laughs> Pratt, Pratt Institute, right? In, in, is that university now? No, it's still an institute. It's an institute, right? Yeah, Pratt, Pratt Institute. Pratt yeah. uh, Graduate, uh, Charlotte Amali, Chicken Hawk, um, class of 90, is that? Yes, sir. Hard chip. Oh, <laughs> to excel always. That's what I'm talking about. You know what I'm saying? And uh, great conversation talking about historic preservation here in the territory. We'll take a break uh, and we'll come back and talk about some more good stuff as relates to zonings. And um, we're going to focus on St. John when we come back uh, in the last segment. Be back right after this. Forum, a nonprofit organization since 1996, is proud to present the Kevin Jansen Piano Trio to kick off our 2023-2024 season. 
Saturday, October 7th at 8 p.m. in the Prior Jolic Hall on Antilles campus. This young piano trio from the Juilliard School will be presenting the work of Franz Joseph Hayden, Dmitry Sostakovich, and Franz Schubert. The courtyard opens an hour before the event with small meals and desserts by Amalia Cafe. Ticket sales online at www.theforumusvi.org or 646-725-3353 or email theforumusvi at gmail.com. Lord have mercy. I'm not a letter in the mail about my Medicare coverage. I don't even know what they're sending me anymore. Mom, let's call VI Ship. VI Ship? I don't have anything to ship from the States. No, VI Ship is the acronym for the Virgin Islands State Health Insurance Assistance Program, administered through the Office of the Lieutenant Governor. VI Ship is local help for people with Medicare, providing free information and counseling to all Medicare beneficiaries. Yes, sir, Yankin too. Perfect. Someone to answer all my Medicare questions. That's right. VI SHIP can provide guidance on Medicare enrollment, prescription drug coverage, supplement plans, and more. Where's the phone? Let's call VI SHIP. Navigating Medicare can be complicated, but VI SHIP is here to assist. Call today, 340-773-6449 for St. Croix and 340-774-2991 for St. Thomas and St. John. and uh, we're analyzing um, historic preservation, um, tongue development, tongue redevelopment, all that good stuff. Uh, St. John. Yes, sir. Unique. Yeah. In, in, in more ways than one. Very much so. Um, how do we protect it given how the Park Service is the dominant entity on St. Thomas, on St. John? Yeah. Rough. Yeah, it is, it's rough. Um, you know, well... We, as a department um, entity, we've started with first um, nominating Cruise Bay, Tonga Cruise Bay, to the National Register. So to it's be now, a historic district? Yeah, so it's now a historic district. Um, and, and rightfully so. That's done? That's a done deal? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, 2017, it was approved, mm-hmm. listed on the National Register. So they could get caught out of this um, revolving fund money that we uh, designate under the historic Historic, what, the historic district. The revival loan fund. Yeah, I would like to think so. I don't yeah, know if there needs to be a loan adjustment in the legislation. Yeah, we'll talk to the legislation about that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think that would be right. Mm-hmm. Um, so that would be Cruise Bay. Cruise Bay, yeah. Cruise Bay okay. Town itself. Okay. Yeah. Why are you looking at as it relates to Coral Bay? Uh, nothing in terms of, um, there's a district designation. but No, no, no. no. Just, just, just development and protection. Oh, yeah. So we've got a number of historic sites there. Um, Fortsburg mm-hmm. is one of them. It's privately owned, you know, but we definitely want to make sure that that's preserved. You've got the um, the old Bayram factory there on Kings Road. Um, and then there are other historic sites around. 
you know. What, what's it like being a, a reservoir of all the road names here in the Virgin Islands? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just listening. I'm just, just sitting here listening to you. You just calling them off. You know, you got like a, a Mario Boy head type of type of ability. Oh yeah. You, you just you hear something, bam. That's it. Well, well y'all to, to y'all be the glory. It's a memory with you. Like you are, you're a geography buff. You yeah, know. You so know. we gotta give praise to yeah, God yeah, for yeah, having a good memory. Doubt, without a doubt. Without a doubt. Yeah. Now, um, <clears throat> the similarities between Saint John and Saint Croix. Which is weird because you got something in between, which is Saint Thomas, right? And it's actually connected to uh, to Saint John, right? right? Right. Cruz Bay, right? Santa Cruz. Yes. Yeah, you know Cruz. what I'm saying? I mean, yo, uh, I'm trying to figure out, you know, now, and of course, you know, to a we kind of rebellious, and I hear Saint Thomas like to sit back and watch you go fight. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> what, what 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 is it about that? You know what I'm saying? I I don't know. I, I think it's a beautiful thing, by the way. It, 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 it is beautiful. You know what I'm saying? Don't, don't get yeah, me wrong, yeah. but uh, are are we? No, I want to rephrase this because I'm going to speak correctly. This is a document of a Pratt Institute. <laughs> Big shot. Um, <clears throat> do we promote our historical accomplishments enough here in the Virgin Islands? Uh, no, and uh, so 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 I, so I agree with that. So so what do we do? Uh, uh, is, is that a Virgin Islands history? Should that be uh, incorporated in that mandate where Virgin Islands history needs to be uh, enhanced more? Absolutely. If, if not, you know, forced on something. I, I'm, I'm not big on forcing anything no. on anybody. No. But it can't hurt us any. Let me put it that way. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Um, definitely. And I, and I won't, you know, I'll say to you, I don't think it's like for certain people, it's not like it's intentional, like they're trying to hold it back. But mm -hmm. yeah, I agree with you. We definitely need to be promoting Virgin Islands history more because when you start to understand Virgin Islands history, you'll quickly realize that just in terms of the United States, it is part of American history. Mm -hmm. Let's go back to... Um, before this, we were bought. Before we were bought. Alexander Hamilton. Even before Alexander Hamilton, mm -hmm. I'll take you back to 1607 with the expedition of the Jamestown settlement. They up. stopped off in the Virgin Islands. Specifically, they stopped off, from what I understand, in St. Croix. Mm -hmm. um, look, look, look at this, Neville. That was such a significant part yes, in the founding of the state of Virginia mm -hmm. that on the 350th anniversary of the founding of Jamestown, mm -hmm. they presented the people of the Virgin Islands a bronze plaque that you can now find in the Emancipation Garden on the Liberty Bell Monument. Wow. That speaks volumes for our relationship with just the state of Virginia. Mm -hmm. That's that founding early American history. 300 years before we were purchased. 300 years. 200 plus. Yes. Wow. And then... From a contextual standpoint, that's how I brought yeah. that up. Yeah. And then on the 400th anniversary of the founding of Jamestown and that... 2007, you're talking? They gave us another plaque. Wow. Wow. And, and, and this this is wow. a... And these are presentations without thank, thank, any... Thanks for the homework. Oh, you're welcome. Because you know I got into this. Yeah. yeah. So uh, here's, here's another bit of American history. Of course, history. you know, James, you know, James Town. Yeah, oh, <laughs> you know, I, you see that I'm right over my head. <laughs> I was just having some fun with that one, you know what I'm saying? Hey, hey, here's another one. Mm -hmm. So, um, and we talked about this one the other day when we were on Director Octagon's um, radio show for mm -hmm. Recovery in Focus. Yeah. Fort Frederick was one of the first areas 
in the world to salute a ship carrying the stars and stripes uh, with the newly found United States mm -hmm. of America. Wow. Um, the man, one of the, I forget the gentleman's name, but he was out of St. Croix. He was one of the individuals that helped to create the flag of the United States of America. Mm -hmm. These are all little sprinklings. I could give you a lot more. There's um, in St. Thomas, the Sephardic Jews, and there were members of that synagogue um, between here and um, I think it's um, Seba. They were um, primary help. They helped in the founding of financing of the American Revolution. I mean, Virgin Islands history is a American history. Sprinkle all through. I just, I just, well, uh, while you were educating me, I just, <laughs> just, I just Googled Jamestown and Virgin Islands. Mm -hmm. And first thing that came up is an article, a 2011 article with the source VI to Virginia, Jamestown settlers commemorated on St. Thomas. Then they got another one, another link, colonizing St. Croix. And they spelled Saint with an E. Right? And okay. they said the landing, the landing of Virgin, Virginia settlers. They said, VI history comes. These are different links. Right. But you got one link, you said 11 fun facts about the U.S. Virgin Islands. This is March 8, 2021. They said the U.S. VI has been a shopping destination since 1607. Shopping. <laughs> I, I didn't know shopping existed back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I because know. one of the things they stopped was to uh, to provision the needed water and whatever else. Okay, so there we go. There we go. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Stock up on supplies. Mm -hmm. They said the historic preservation office in St. Thomas will soon install a plaque. And you mentioned what you spoke about, right? Received from the state of Virginia recognizing this historic visit. The plaque will hang on the Liberty Bell platform in the Emancipation Garden. Yeah, right? and, and that was in partnership with the St. Thomas Historical Trust. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So we go back. 1600s. That's uh, the Dutch. Who, who, who in charge of us? Who owned us? Unfortunately, I don't like to use the term where people are being owned. But um, I believe 1607. But it was Spain. It was, it was Spain. It was Spain. The Knights of Malta was a little bit later. That was like in... Oh, 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 hey, in St. Croix. St. Croix, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. But it, it might have been the Dutch at that particular point. But Yeah, uh, because or, you or, have or French, um, yeah. Fort Soleil yeah. in South River. Mm -hmm. You have Fort Soleil, which was a, is a, is a earthen fort, mm -hmm. and it was originally built by the Dutch. Later, the French would take it over, and that's how you get the name, Fort yeah. Soleil. Another one of my listeners and your fans, Fran Del Gerard. Oh, Fran Del Gerard, yeah, yeah. yeah. Lady, said, Lady Gerard. Glad you've yeah. got Sean on. And then she said that the flag designer for St. Croix, Abraham Marco. Okay. And of so, course, thank you. Thank you, Fanny. Her father, her father, uh, Philip Gerard. Uh, I don't know if you get the chance to meet, to, to meet him. I uh, can't recall. He's a, one of our geniuses on St. Croix. He passed yeah. away. He was a Marco, Claudio Marco protege. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So, yes, sir. But, you know, we talk about this on the table talk. I don't know if you listen to table talk on Mondays when I got ducks and Randy. I, 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 I enjoy I enjoy y'all discussions. And, and, yeah. and we, uh, we, 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 we reference how many great, how many brilliant Virgin Islanders, great Virgin Islanders, impacted history. Right? Um, earlier this week we spoke about Leidersdorf and him founding San Francisco. San Francisco, yeah. Uh, him being a Danish. Mm -hmm. uh, and he was young when he passed away, by the way. Okay. He was, yeah, he was maybe 30-something or 40-something. Wow, yeah. yeah. And then we, we always reference Hamilton. I, I always tell people, when you go to the ATM, Alexander Hamilton is the reason for that because he founded the National Bank and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, 
and then uh, they remind me of uh, uh, Sustance Ben. Uh, they they had to do with the uh, ITT with telephone. Oh yeah yeah yeah. The two brothers, the two yeah, brothers, Puerto yeah. Rico, mm -hmm. Puerto Rico, I, Saint Thomas, ITT. Yep. Yep, yep. Uh, of course, Camille Pizarro. Yeah. Yes. Uh, can you imagine uh, impressionism? Right, the father of impressionism was born in Charlottesville. Yeah, I mean his you know bill and his home family home still stands. Right there, you know what I'm saying. So we were trying to do some a remote thing there this week. I mean, uh, a remote show on his birthday, which fell on a Monday this year, yes. uh, July 10th. So we're going to work on it, though. I, I think with the art renaissance that's going on right now and Camille Pizarro being a native voice, and a, this might be another opportunity for us to maximize on something. So, Absolutely. So if we're looking at an annual festival or something, you know, and bring them down here and all that stuff, uh, get them to... Because uh, uh, people like to travel. People like to move around. And, you know, of course, you know, we were once a, a number one cruise ship destination. Uh, so now... Uh, there's no reason why we shouldn't fight uh, to, to, to be that again. One thing I was looking up, <clears throat> the, the name of your agency is Department of Planning and Natural Resources. Correct. It was once Conservation and Cultural Affairs. Yeah. Right? Back in the day. Um, so it's it's not that we are not cognizant of preserving our culture. Correct. Right? Um, so from an educational standpoint with our young people, uh, what would you suggest that we do at that second, third, fourth grade level when they're starting to read, comprehend, and all that stuff? Because we ain't waiting until fifth and sixth grade no more. We got to get to them uh, from young. What, what, what would you suggest as a preservationist to get into our young people consciousness more appreciation for our history, our pride? Yeah, so... Um well, besides just going in and doing classroom presentations, uh, I think we need to get them out into the community, visit the, his yeah, visit the historic sites. Mm -hmm. I think that will have more of the impact. Again, go back to me, that five-year-old kid. We went on a site visit, remember? Mm -hmm. We went to that IMAP video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we went to yeah. that site visit, and that kernel of inspiration was planted. It's a seed, and you, you there's nothing like seeing... You know, items. And so that's why from time to time when I can... Seeing and believing. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. Yeah. So we take them out there into mm -hmm. the, the, the neighborhoods and these communities and we get to see them, let them see it in process. And then as we're, you know, making this money work for us mm -hmm. as a community, we're going to have restoration projects ongoing, take them to those sites so they could see what's happening, see the craftsmanship that's taking place. Family members say, ask my dear cousin Sean, what entity can be developed to create the plans and oversee them in order to utilize all of this available funding? Don't we really need to bring business, tourism, his office, and public sector together? One office can do it all. I agree. And it's, it's a partnership. And, you know, I had the opportunity um, just this week to visit uh, a developer in Hay and Christian said, a gentleman in the name of Peter Zilke. I, I want to sh shout out Peter because... He's one of these developers that's he's coming in, he's making a difference in the neighborhood, in the community. And we need that. Government can't do it all alone. What about Bill Taylor from St. Croix? You know, oh, uh, one, of our, one of our champions for architecture, mm. historic preservation. Mm -hmm. Yeah, a brilliant man. You need Jovel Larson, another. That's my schoolmate. Yeah, yeah man. there you go. Yeah, Son of the soil. Yeah, brilliant architect yeah, again. Yeah, man. Well, I love Jovel. Um, we yeah, need man. those type of partnerships. So it's mm -hmm. private sector. The government has this rule to do, and it's, it, it has to be... Now, people complain about bureaucracy, though. 
know what I'm saying? But sometimes you need that additional layer to pay that attention to detail because of course. agencies still got to carry out their mandates. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we have to make sure that the mm-hmm. you know the standards and rules are being maintained. Quick quickly, libraries. We don't uh, I'm a I'm a big proponent of uh library reuse. You know, we're in an internet era now where everybody libraries on the phone, but you need to uh I, I would prefer I don't need to use that word need, but I would prefer that our young people um embrace that library experience. Uh, absolutely. And you know, Commissioner Oriol and Director DeSober, they're pushing that. they you know, the department is working to restore mm-hmm. our libraries that were damages that were sustained mm-hmm. and thank god there's the funding there and so you know commissioner they're working on them right now right oh yeah yeah but Florence william yeah, is on a repair that's what i'm talking about uh, what about the one down in west mcfarland uh peterson, peterson yeah. yeah library yeah. What about it? um, it's, it's coming online turnbull turnbull is in process being repaired mm-hmm. right now they've started mm-hmm. the work mm-hmm. uh, but take us so long to come on my show that you're calling one time. I believe we spoke one time on the phone. Yeah, calling. But what going now? What take us so long? Because now your commander may show take off this man. And everybody well, text him with two phone them. I guess not nothing before his time, eh? <laughs> he sound like, oh, <laughs> sound like a white maker now. <laughs> I, think, I think that's uh, Ernest and Julio Gallo, right? He said, uh, 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 how do you go? Um, oh, man, something with time, you know what I mean? Uh, everything take time. Nothing before his time, you know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah. So, but, uh, Great having you on, man. Yeah, having you on. So you want me? Um, can, can I drop that 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 um those suggestions or thing for you? That discussion we were talking about. Yeah, well, we, we ran out of time. Oh, okay. But that teaser. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, but we're definitely gonna get you back on. You no doubt about that. Yeah. Thank you uh, so much. Uh, uh, glad uh, to have uh, you. Uh, and I know you're working on getting Commissioner Oriel too. So that's my bad, man. I yeah. like John. John. I like John Pierre, man. Good oh, people. Yeah, I'm yeah, yes, definitely. And we spoke about the other place. Yes. You know, my, my niece, yeah. you know what I mean? Like Shout out to Leela Plaza, planner, director. Um, thank you for coming. Thank uh, you for great, having me. Great. Thanks for coming early, too. You're welcome. And we to fill a void and all that stuff. Uh, the name's Sean Krieger. Um, he's our historic preservation uh, officer and the director, deputy state, all that good stuff. Uh, great show today. Thank you very much again. Thank you, Neville. It was a pleasure. You got it. Uh, be good. Be safe. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye-bye. The views and opinions expressed on Analyze This are entirely those of the on-air participants and do not reflect those of the station's board, management, staff, or underwriters. How do we know words? How do we accumulate words? Writer Edna O'Brien. Are they there in us before we know them? She follows a quest many writers can understand. As if these words were the generators of some kind of magic. Authors, artists, sports, news, and maybe even some magic. Every Saturday on Weekend Edition from NPR News. Weekend Edition, Saturdays at 8 a.m. on WTJX FM 93.1. I'm Aisha Roscoe, host of Weekend Edition Sunday, where we're not just interested in what's going on in the world, but why it's happening and how. Details are important. So are different points of view. We're dedicated to bringing you the stories behind the big events and the small ones, too. Join us every Sunday morning for Weekend Edition from NPR News. Weekend Edition, Sundays at 8 a.m. on WTJX FM 93.1, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands.